Welcome to the Audit Bytes podcast with your host, Robert Berry, where we talk about touchy auditing topics in bite-sized chunks. Hey, what's going on, friends? Welcome to another episode of Audit Bytes. Now, this, my friends, is episode number 40. And what we're going to talk about today, what we're going to talk about today, I am very excited to be talking about this today. We're going to talk about why auditors must use the force. Why auditors must use the force. Now, I know what you're thinking. I know what you're thinking. Here comes Robert again with something else that's just really, really crazy. But you be the judge. Listen, are you tired of boring, stuffy discussions about internal auditing? Well, get ready to jump into hyperspace because we're taking a trip to a galaxy far, far away. That's right. It's time to explore the parallels between auditing and the world of Star Wars. Now, you might be thinking, what are the similarities between audit and Star Wars? But trust me, trust me, there are some similarities, just like the Jedi use their skills to maintain balance in the galaxy. Auditors use their expertise to maintain some sort of balance within our organization. So listen, grab your lightsaber, your audit program, all that other good stuff, and join us on a journey into the exciting world of Star Wars and internal auditing. Now, this is not your ordinary discussion, so may the fourths, may the fourth be with you. And let's get started. You ready to get started? You ready to talk about why auditors must use the force? Why auditors must use the force? All right. Without delay, I'm going to jump right in. I got five points, five ways auditors must use the force. Five ways. Five. First, Auditors must help maintain balance in the organization. Auditors must help maintain balance in the organization. Now, let me explain what I mean by that. You see, in The Phantom Menace, the Jedi Council was responsible for maintaining balance in the galaxy by acting as mediators and peacekeepers. Similarly, Auditors must use their expertise to help maintain balance within the organization by ensuring or providing reasonable assurance that financial, operational, information technology, and compliance processes, well, that they're operating effectively and efficiently and are in compliance with laws, rules, and regulations. In other words, we help provide assurance that risks are appropriately managed and mitigated. So auditors must maintain a balance within the organization. Auditors must maintain a balance within the organization. Think about this. Also in The Phantom Menace, the Jedi Council was definitely responsible for maintaining balance. But, 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 here's an example. One example can be seen in the movie when the Trade Federation attempts to blockade the planet of Naboo in order to force the planet's leaders to sign a treaty that would give the Trade Federation greater control over the planet's resources. Now, let's talk about this. The Trade Federation was one of the wealthiest corporations 
for one of the wealth, wealthiest corporate organizations in the galaxy. They controlled most of the interstellar shipping that passed through the territories. So the Trade Federation was a powerful organization. They were an extremely powerful organization. But what happened? The Jedi Council, the good guys, were called upon to negotiate a peaceful resolution between the conflict with the Trade Federation and the planet of Naboo. Now, now, the Galactic Senate, the Galactic Senate served as the primary legislative body to what was called the Galactic Republic. It was responsible for creating laws and mediating disputes and making treaties and regulating commerce, all that good stuff. But, but in the movie, the Jedi Council served as the intermediary between the opposing parties using their expertise in, guess what, diplomacy and conflict resolution to maintain balance and to prevent catastrophic outcomes. That was the Jedi Council. Similarly, auditors must use their expertise. Similarly, auditors must use their expertise to ensure, well, that processes within organizations are effective and efficient. So to that extent, auditors are similar to Jedi. Auditors are similar to Jedi. Don't believe me? I find your lack of faith disturbing. All right. So first reason that auditors must use the force is that auditors help maintain balance in the organization. Auditors help maintain balance in the organization. And in order to help maintain that balance, you must use the force. You must use the force. All right. Now, if you want to learn how to better use the force, asking questions is one of the critical skills that auditors must learn. And I know someone that wrote a really good book, Ask Better Questions, Get Better Answers, Perform Better Audits. All right. And with that said, let's go on to our second point as to why auditors must use the force. The second point is auditors must be vigilant in detecting and preventing threats. Well, detecting and warning management about threats. <laughs> so internal auditors must be vigilant in detecting and warning management about potential threats to an organization's stability, processes, controls, reputation, you name it. Now, this requires a keen sense of awareness and a proactive mindset, always trying to stay one step ahead of potential risks. This requires, again, a keen sense of awareness and a proactive mindset, trying to stay one step ahead of potential risks. Now, where do we see that in Star Wars? Well, in The Phantom Menace, Qui-Gon and his Padawan, Mr. Obi-Wan Kenobi, were sent to negotiate a peaceful end to the blockade I just talked about earlier on the planet of Naboo, the Trade Federation. Well, during the negotiations, Qui-Gon discovered evidence that the Trade Federation was planning to invade the planet and take control of its resources. Now, that sounds bad, but how many times as auditors do we find, well, that there's something going wrong that we need to report to someone? So what did Qui-Gon do? Well, his initial suspicion was aroused when he discovered that the Fe Trade Federation 
had deployed a huge military force to blockade the planet of Naboo, which seemed really disproportionate to the situation. Now, how many times as auditors have we seen things that seem disproportionate to the situation? There's a huge risk, but we only have a small control. Or there's a small risk and we've implemented these overburdensome controls. You see, he noticed that the Federation was being unusually secretive and evasive during their negotiations. So his suspicions were confirmed when he and Obi-Wan Kenobi stumbled upon a secret army of droids, a secret army of droids. You see, this discovery convinced Qui-Gon that the Federation was indeed up to no good, and he took his action, and he took action to prevent them from carrying out their plans. So for us as auditors, when we see things that don't look right, we don't want to do like this and head into battle. That's not what we do. We don't want to do like this and head into battle. What we want to do is alert management. Hey, listen, we were looking at certain things and we saw something that just didn't add up. So we're warning you about the things that we're seeing. We're warning you about the things that we're seeing. So now, after discovering the Trade Federation's secret army of battle droids, Qui-Gon then realized that the situation was much more serious than he had originally suspected. He knew that the Trade Federation was planning to invade the planet of Naboo and that they were going to try and take control of the resources. He also knew that he needed to take action to prevent this from happening. So the first thing he did was contact the Galactic Senate. The first thing he did was collect, contact the Galactic Senate. You see all of these droids. All of these droids were coming to get them. That's a scary, scary situation. A scary, scary situation. But when we find things that are scary as auditors, the first thing we should do is do like Qui-Gon did and inform management. Now, unfortunately for him, he realized that he couldn't rely on the Senate for help. So he decided to take matters into his own hands. What he did was he organized a plan to rescue Naboo's queen, Amadala. He decided to rescue the queen himself. Now, for us as auditors, we don't want to do that now. We don't want to go rogue and try and rescue the queen ourselves. However, we do want to inform management whenever we see something wrong. So that brings me back to the second point of why auditors must use the force. Oh, wrong point there. Sorry, you guys. My second point as to why auditors must use the force is that <clears throat> auditors must be vigilant in detecting and preventing threats. Now, let's go to our third point. Our third point as to how auditors must use the force. A third point as to how auditors must use the force. Auditors must undergo extensive training. Auditors must undergo extensive training to become skilled professionals. Think about this. We have certifications and we are required to have 40 hours of training per year, but not just any old training. You don't just go to training and say, yeah, I went to training. No, 
You want to make sure that you get quality training that is relevant for your profession. Now, you're probably wondering, how in the world does that tie back to Star Wars? I'm glad you asked. In The Empire Strikes Back, Luke Skywalker traveled to the Dagobah system to undergo Jedi training with the wise and wonderful Jedi Master Yoda. Luke's training with Yoda was a critical moment in his journey to becoming a Jedi Knight, and it was a pivotal moment in the Star Wars saga. You see, the training that you get as an auditor, especially when you're brand new, shapes the audit professional or the Jedi audit, shall I say, that you might become. Similar to the way that Luke's training shaped the kind of Jedi that he would become. You see, Luke's training with Yoga, Yoda, Luke's training with Yoda was an intense and rigorous process that challenged him both physically and mentally. I don't know if you remember that scene where Luke was very impulsive in the beginning and he wanted to go. He struggled to understand the ways of the force, much like how new auditors struggle to understand audit planning, audit documentation, audit sampling. Now Yoda saw the potential in Luke and begins to teach him the ways of the Jedi. Now, in one of the first lessons, Yoda taught Luke the importance of self-control and patience when he instructed Luke to lift an airplane of a swamp where it was stuck. Now, at first, Luke was having a hard time doing it. Eventually, he got to a point where he could do it, but that took a lot of training and practice. Now, Throughout Luke's training, he underwent a lot of physical and mental challenges, including learning to control his fear. For us auditors, that's learning to not be so presumptive and learning to speak up and ask questions and not be afraid. He refined his lightsaber skills. For us, that's learning how to ask better questions of clients. And it enhanced his connection to the force. With us, it makes us better internal auditing professionals. Luke's training lasted for several weeks, during which time he grew stronger and more disciplined. However, his training was cut short because he had a vision that his friends needed to be saved. Nonetheless, he went through some training. And as auditors, we must use the force. And a part of using the force means that we must undergo extensive training to become skilled professionals. We must undergo extensive training to become skilled professionals. Now, now, my fourth point is auditors must adapt to unexpected changes. Auditors must adapt to unexpected changes. And you're probably wondering again, how does this fit into Star Wars? I'm glad you asked. Let me tell you, in The Last Jedi, the Resistance, who were actually the good guys, they were faced with unexpected challenges that threatened their very existence. As auditors, we face challenges that threaten our existence. When we find things at organizations, sometimes they get mad at us, the messenger. At us, the messenger. The main challenge came from the First Order, the bad guys, which had developed a new weapon that could track and destroy resistance ships in hyperspace. Now, hyperspace was this, this mode of traveling that was super fast 
and it could take you from one galaxy to another in the blink of an eye, and you couldn't be tracked while you were in hyperspace. However, don't too proud of this technological terror you've constructed. Yeah, yeah. The resistance, well, they had a little bit of trouble because this new device could help track them even in hyperspace. Now, the resistance initially tried to outrun the First Order and they sought refuge in a nearby planet. Then they realized that they had to find a way to disable the tracking device. They had to disable the tracking device, but, but they were severely outnumbered. Now, as auditors and corporations, we want to help organizations be the best that they can be, but we are outnumbered. So what do you do when you're outnumbered? One of the key ways the resistance adapted strategies was they developed a plan to send in a small team, a small team. And what that small team was tasked with doing was destroying that tracking device. Now, we don't destroy as auditors, but what we do is we go out in small teams and we audit areas. We provide constructive feedback to what we've seen in those areas. So through their adaptability and ingenuity, the resistance was able to overcome the unexpected challenges posed by the First Order and ultimately survived to fight another day. They ultimately survived to fight another day. Now, think about our profession and the things that have changed. When I first started in our profession, I would hear stories from the older gentlemen who would talk about all they did was inventory counts. Now, imagine that. Nowadays, we look at people, processes, and technology. I mean, I oversimplified it, but we have auditors who do cybersecurity, auditors who do cyber assessment. We have auditors who do treasury functions, audit those. We have retail operations auditors. Auditors are auditing everything because we understand that our profession, like many, change over time. Now we have to deal with artificial intelligence. Think about that. Did you ever think that you'd be dealing with artificial intelligence? So we can go into the career field planning to do one thing, and that plan could change at the blink of an I eye. I want to know what happened to the plans they sent you. Plans always change. Plans always change. So auditors must adapt to unexpected changes similar to the way we adapted in Star Wars. Now, now, I have my fifth and final point. Auditors must build relationships with others for the greater good. Auditors must build relationships with others for the greater good. Now, how do we see that in Star Wars? Well, in The Force Awakens, Rey and Finn initially meet on the desert planet of Jakku. Finn was a former stormtrooper, a former bad guy, who defected from the First Order. And as he was defecting, he stole a ship and he crash-landed on Jakku and he meets Rey a scavenger in search of valuable things to salvage. Now, here's what happened with them at first, at first. At first, Ray understandably was suspicious of Finn. He was a stranger who had crash landed on her planet. However, as they worked together to escape from the planet, 
And to avoid capture by the first order, they gradually begin to build relationships based on trust and mutual respect. And then there was one key moment in their relationship when Finn came to her and admitted that he was never a member of the resistance. But in fact, he was a former stormtrooper who had defected from the first order. This admission required a significant amount of trust on his part. And, well, as he's revealing his story to Ray. So now what does that mean for us? We have to place a lot of trust in our clients and they in us. But we all have to attempt to work together. You see, over the course of this movie, Ray and Finn continued to work together to protect the resistance and to defeat the First Order. In our organizations, bad processes, bad management styles, bad risk mitigation techniques, those are the enemy. And we are working with our clients to protect the organization from the enemy. And with Ray and Finn, they formed a very close bond as they faced dangerous situations together. And they had to rely on each other for protection and support. They had to rely on each other for protection and support. So what does this mean for us? You see, their relationship, the relationship between Ray and Finn, it's an important thematic perspective. It reflects on the idea that the heroes of, of the Star Wars universe are stronger when they work together and support each other. By forming a close bond with Finn, Rey is able to tap into her own inner strength and become even more of, of an effective fighter for the resistance. As auditors in our corporations, when we work well with the management team, we end up working better for the organization. So overall, Ray and Finn's relationship is a crucial part of the Star Wars narrative. It shows how two individuals from very different backgrounds can come together to fight for a common cause and to form a powerful bond of friendship and trust. Now, for us auditors, we must do that first internally in our own department. The CPAs must work with the CISAs. The non-technical auditors must work with the IT auditors, must work with, guess what, the data analytic auditors. And pretty soon we'll have our own AI auditors, right? And we all must learn to work together. Now, at the same time, we must bond together to work with the management team, to work with the management team. <laughs> Lisa says she'll never look at Star Wars the same again, learning a lot about that movie. So, yeah, I kind of I like Star Wars just a little bit, Lisa, just, just a little bit, if you couldn't tell. And today is May the 4th, so may the 4th be with anyone listening and watching this episode. So, 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 today, today, I gave five points on why auditors must use the force. So, you know. Auditors must help maintain balance within an organization. Auditors must help maintain balance within an organization. But also, auditors must be vigilant in detecting and preventing threats. Now, also, auditors must undergo extensive training to become skilled professionals. And if your organization needs training for your audit staff, you know I'm the man that you should call. Because we can use the force together. Fourth thing is auditors must adapt to unexpected changes. Our environment is always changing. Our profession is always changing. 
everything is changing. But the fifth thing is auditors must build relationships with others for the greater good. Auditors must build relationship. Excuse me, relationships with others for the greater good. So we must all learn to use the force. I find your lack of faith disturbing. And if you don't believe me, Lord Vader will be coming to get you. All right, friends. Thank you for joining me on episode 40 of Audit Bites. We'll see you next time. Thank you for watching this episode of Audit Bites. If you receive value from this podcast, do us a favor. First, tell other auditors. Second, give us a five-star review. And finally, talk to Robert about training your auditors. Our contact information is on our website, www.thatauditguy.com. It's also where you will find our course catalog, on-demand courses, a kick-butt blog, other podcasts, Robert's best-selling books, and last but not least, audit merch. That's right, we have audit hats, shirts, mugs, and more. Thanks for watching and listening. See you next episode.